Welcome to episode 28 of the Breakaway Fantasy Football Podcast. My guest today, a man who is committed to naming his first child Foyasade if a Luacon and the boys take him to a title this season. It's Gary Baker. I mean, what a name. And what what a, a name. <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll put that on record. Uh... <laughs> Just test the waters with Vez, see what she says. You know, um, you know, it's out there, all right? I mean, it's out there. If any, if we do manage to bring home the win, take take the ring, then any of our team could be in the running <laughs> for uh, for naming rights. So, uh, Flacco I mean, Baker, he has been a well. he has been a linchpin of your team. But yeah, Flacco Baker would be a great one as well. Just come coming in off the top rope in week fifteen <laughs> to lead you to a to fantasy hardware. I love it. I mean, it, I think it would just be a kind of like icing on the cake for Joe Flacco, the 60-year-old, to win the league, <laughs> me and Rawlins, the elder statesman of this league, just proving that age is just a number and that youth is nothing versus experience. That's, uh, that's what if you we're go if you go into week 16 and start Minshew and Flacco at your quarterback positions and win the league, that would be the greatest performance of all time. Just put Josh yeah. Allen on the bench. We don't need him. <laughs> I mean, don't tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Christmas. <laughs> Get me a few more Christmas beers in me and uh, anything could happen. Love that. Love that. So um, today we were going to do two things. Obviously, we're going to talk about the breakaway playoffs uh, and we'll, we'll get to that, right? Because we've only got a couple of matchups to talk about and we'll keep our powder dry for that. But we're going to talk about the real NFL playoffs. And, uh, you know, Baker has, has helpfully found somewhere that will allow us to go through every remaining game between playoff relevant teams, predict the, out, predict the outcome of those games, and then that will determine who's going into the playoffs. And then uh, somebody, not me, somebody else can look back on this and determine mine and Baker's uh, relative accuracy as to how these results go. And of course, we should probably bet on this as well, shouldn't we? If we're being perfectly I think, honest. I think, I think we're going to have to. All right. Okay. You and I put some money in a pot and we'll see how far we can get on this. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. I think, cool. So, I mean, let's just, let's just rattle through the last three weeks schedule. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll be on. I, I think we'll, there will be a couple of talking points in some of the big games, and then uh, yeah, that will that will because yeah, as a Dolphins fan, I feel that the playoff picture is going to change. So, so to pick to pick it from now, I don't think is a very fair representation because I don't think we're going to be quite where we are come week eighteen. The but, the Dolphins do have a massive amount of variability on their outcomes. Huge. And it and that but it, then that does impact obviously the Cowboys, Ravens, and the Bills. You know, just a nice, nice triple header to come in to end the season. <laughs> yeah, some really stressful playoff relevant matchups for you, mate. Madness, right? So let's just rattle through. So let's do it. Week sixteen, we've got the New Orleans Saints versus the Rams. Rams. Yeah, at Rams. At Rams, absolutely. Rams are actually playing really, really well. The Saints are just sort of beating lesser teams with unimpressive performances. Agreed. 
Bengals at Steelers. I mean, the Steelers have looked awful the last three weeks. And who are they starting? They started Mason Rudolph this week. Possibly, yes. Uh, You know, as much as Jake Browning is like a nobody, um, he's been really good since Burrow went down. So I'm saying Bengals there. I agree with you. I agree. I think that is, yeah, fair shout. I think you've got the Bills and the Chargers. The Chargers are just falling off a cliff. Mainly due to our, like Mine and Lawrence's trade, I believe. I think that's what started it. Traded for Allen. Herbert breaks his finger. And uh, yeah. He's and sticking the boys. Say, I, 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 said to, I said to Rawls, I was like, I hope Eaton sticks it to the opposition. And then they conceded 60 odd points. And uh, <laughs> although, he, I mean, fantasy wise, it wasn't a horrendous performance from him. No. He hadn't scored any points to start with in, like, in the first half, but you know, garbage time in fantasy can win championships. So let's see. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a Bills win, isn't it? That's a Bills win. Then we've got the Colts Falcons. Colts. Uh, it's, it's Falcons. Fal- like yeah, Minshew's been great relative to his his talent level, um, and the Falcons are just awful. Like Arthur Smith, what are you doing? I mean, what well, I'm very happy that they've started losing more games. Arthur Smith was seemingly dragging them through and not playing like, you know, as a Bijan Robinson owner, it was painful. And a Kyle Pitts owner up to a point, just painful to see him as you and Lam so eloquently discussed how they just <laughs> are using them as decoy players when it's like, what are you doing? Just that one week, a couple of weeks ago where they just threw to Drake London, like, all the time he's he got like 180 yards scored a touchdown like they won the game he was like ridiculous so anyway so i think the colts i even at, even though it's at the falcons i say colts there i agree okay uh we could let's just rattle through these quickly these are less relevant packers panthers packers yeah just because the panthers are awful yeah browns texans Ooh. At Texans, Texans very difficult to predict. I think at the moment, all dependent on injuries is, and is CJ Stroud fit availability. It's yeah. huge. It's huge. Yeah, agreed. I, I think if if Stroud plays, then I would put them as slight favourites. But he doesn't look like he's going to play at the moment. So no. And what's Nico Collins's status? He was he's questionable as well, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So, so uh, I I say Joe Flacco and the boys get it done. I think so, even though it's in Houston, but it's in a dome. Joe Flacco, 79 passing attempts, it, you know, just going on, uh, just going on percentages. And he's probably, they'll probably, it was not going to be a high scoring game. Let's put it, watch it be like 76 all. Uh, <laughs> Lions, Vikes. Lions. Lions, Redskins. Oh, here we go. This is the matchup of the week. The Redskins against the Jets at the Jets. Filth. Um, Garbage. Can we pray for the first tie of the season? Let's put tie. <laughs> <laughs> it's not relevant. It's not going to really affect anything. So, uh, yeah, Seahawks, Titans. Seahawks. Yeah, they're playing for no, their lives. Is, so the, tit- the Titans are done. 
Titans are done. This is a big one. Jags versus the Bucks. The way Baker played last week versus how the Jags have been playing these last three weeks, I think the Bucks will win that. I think the Bucks is at it's at Tampa. Yeah. I also I agree. I agree. Uh, Cardinals Bears at Chicago. The Cardinals are absolutely shit. I think the Bears are the Bears are, are on the up still. They had a bit of a hiccup, but yeah, I'll go with you there. I obviously our, uh, my dislike of Justin Fields as a player is is on is on record uh, many many times, um, and I I think they'll get rid of him at the end of this season. Uh, I think if they don't, they're mad. Um, but I just think they've got enough enough defensively and DJ Moore down there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Right, here we go then. Cowboys versus the Miami Dolphins in Miami. So, my, my honest opinion, yeah. I think of the three games that we've got left, this is the one we have the most chance of winning. I agree with you because the Cowboys' weakness is teams that run the ball well. Um, the 49ers absolutely shredded the Cowboys in week five and the Dolphins run a very similar scheme. Now, Tyreek might still be unfit, but Jalen Waddle showed last week that he can do 90% of what Tyreek does. Um, yeah. So I, I favour the Dolphins in that in a home matchup. I slightly favour them. It will do all depend on Mostert and Achan, who are both questionable. I think Mostert's just being held back because he's my age. But <laughs> I, yeah, Achan, I don't know. It's I don't think he's quite fully fit. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say Miami. Yeah. Okay. Great. So we've got the Patriots Broncos at at Denver. I think Denver win that. Yeah, agreed. Then we've got the Chiefs beating the Raiders. Yeah, no questions. Eagles beating the Giants. Yeah, and another big one. And this is this is put the ball in your court here, mate. Ravens 49ers. Oh man, that's it, it's a potential uh, Super Bowl preview, isn't it? Um, this game, it's. Uh, in San Francisco, I want to say, or Santa Clara. Yes, it is. Um, 49ers. Just because I said last week they are the best team in the NFL, and I think they are. You have to stand. You can't, you can't say in what pod one of the week, I think yeah. 49ers are the best team in the NFL, and then in the pod two of the week go, but I think the Ravens are going to beat them at home. Yeah, exactly. It's that natural nervousness that you get as a fan, but you know the Niners are playing so well, and you know there's no real injury worries at the moment. I think they're a better team than the Ravens, but I do as well. And 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 having had uh, Jackson for in the League of Legends all season, he does run quite hot and cold. Yeah, like he even though he's like the number one quarterback, there are some weeks where it's not him that's getting it done, and. Yeah, it depends. It depends what which Lamar turns up. But I mean, he's he's bringing it for the big games. I think it was, it should hopefully be a barnstormer. But I agree, San Fran. So that's this week's. We'll rattle through the next two. Right. So we've got the Browns beating the Jets. The Jets are done. Yeah. 
Dallas, Detroit, in Dallas. So Dallas are going to need to win that if they if they lose this week, which we think they will against the Dolphins. Yeah, they'll they... currently be they'll be yeah the fifth seed, ten and five behind the Eagles. The Lions will have clinched the division. Which they may, uh, they haven't quite clinched yet, have they? No, if they, if they, if they, if win, they win this week, week against this the week, Vikings, so they'll, yeah. they'll be 11-4 with the Vikes at 7-8, so they will have clinched. So perhaps they'll be resting, because they'll be in. Let's say Cowboys. We'll go Cowboys in Dallas. Fucking hell. Right, so now we've got the Dolphins <laughs> and the Ravens. Oh. Dolphins still riding high. Ravens still the number one seed in the AFC, but both if the Dolphins beat the Cowboys this week. I've got to say the Ravens. I, the Ravens are going for the number one. I mean, the, the Dolphins and the Ravens are going for the number one seed. If that was in Miami, I think I'd probably... It would make it closer. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to... In my head, I've just can't see it happening and I'm not going to predict Miami beat all like the three best teams that are in that are available still right Buffalo in and the Patriots in Buffalo the Bills are winning that yep Falcons Bears I mean no, nothing matchup <laughs> who cares uh who cares Bears Bears yeah because Titans Texans Titans Texans Texans Texas. still in with a shout in the AFC South, currently in third. Not... Stroud will be back by then, almost certainly. And the Titans, as we said, have got nothing to play for. So let's get the Texans. Texans eking their way back into playoff contention. Raiders, Colts. Colts. Yeah, it's got to be. Colts looking to clinch. The Jags are going to beat the Panthers because they're shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rams at Giants. Rams. Rams. Yeah. Rams. Eagles obviously beating the cards. Big one, yeah. Bucks and Saints. Both still vying. Where is that game? It is in my in Tampa. Whoa. See, I was gonna say the Saints. I mean Mike Evans is getting ejected. As, yeah, but he would have scored at least one. <laughs> Posted post uh, scoring, he will get ejected. I think he's, he's got a, he's got a bad record against the Saints for scoring touchdowns, hasn't he? Um, what are we saying then, Tampa or the Saints? Um, Saints. I love it. Right, 49ers are beating the Redskins. I think the Seahawks are beating the Steelers. Yeah, I think the Broncos are beating the Chargers. I just think the Chargers season is done. Broncos still playing for. God, these Broncos have got such a softball schedule, haven't they? They really, really do. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to beat the Bengals in Kansas. And then it's Um... the Vikes. Vikes Packers. Packers. Just. Right. Just because I have no faith in whoever is quarterback in for the Vikings. No. Be it Nick Mullins, Josh Dobbs, whoever. 
Right, so here we go then. This is this is it. Crunch time, final week. Seahawks, Cardinals in Arizona. Seahawks. Yeah. Ravens, Steelers. Ravens to clinch number one seed. They will absolutely want to beat the Steelers. Um, might be Mike Tomlin's last game as a Steelers head coach, yeah. which, by the way, I think is absolutely mental if they let him go. I know all this kind of stuff about oh, every every now and then it's good to make a change. Like he's amazing. He is, yeah, one of the like best, like well drilled coaches. Like the man is just good at polishing turds. Yeah, like he makes he makes shit teams viable, which you know the, the Steelers just they've never really in all the time I've watched like. American football, they've just been sort of there or thereabouts, but they shouldn't be anywhere near where they've been. No. Uh, yeah. For the last five years, they've had the corpse of Ben Roethlisberger, Mason Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky, and Kenny Pixix. You know, it's just terrible. Terrible. And, and you can say you can say that part of that is like maybe his fault for his, his decision-making as part of like, because he's not the GM, is he? But he's obviously no. So I mean, I guess if you could, if you wanted to wage anything against him, like anything, if it's how involved he is in their rookie drafts and their, their decision making in kind of building their teams, yeah, he's had long enough to. But the problem is, he's good, so good that they're never that bad. So exactly. they're never when, getting. When you're like, never bad, you're never getting a good pick. No, you're always in the middle of the pack. So you kind of like it's always a bit of a dice throw when you went Kenny Pickett's on the board. So, yeah, he could be amazing. He could be Will Levis. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> we've got, we've got uh, yeah, both on our taxi squad. So, you know, power to, power to our future QBs, um, <laughs> Julian and Evans, putting faith in the, uh, faith in shit. Uh, the Bucks, are away at the Panthers. Bucks. Huge to try and clinch the division. Browns at Bengals. Ooh. Is that the game this week as well? Is that like a... Have they got that week 16 and week 18? No. The Browns are playing uh, the Texans. Texans, right. Yeah, okay. Um, Browns, Bengals. So by that by that point, the Browns would have won two. The Bengals Browns, will have. Yeah, the Bra- So the Browns will have will, uh, will will be uncatchable. The Bengals will not be able to catch them. Browns will be eleven and five if if our predictions go as of course they will, and the Bengals will be nine and seven. So nothing to play for at home. But then again, just throw a spanner in the works. I I think I I fancy the Bengals there. Okay, I could do I could do that. Bengals playing for something, Browns playing for nothing. Yeah. So then we've got the Lions versus the Vikes. Lions have already clinched. Don't think they're really catchable. Vikings will be toast by then. Yeah. So I think I think the the Lions are just going to walk that through. Yeah. I think the Packers beat the Bears in an irrelevant match. Now this, so the Texans and the Colts in Indianapolis. So what Colts, the Colts have will not have... clinched? Okay, so they'll be what ten and six by then. We ten and six, and the Jags are 
Have we said the Jags? The... Jags are winning week 17, but losing week 16. So they'll be nine and, and they, seven. Uh, yeah, and they're playing Tennessee. So away, the, but every the chance they can win. They'll be... And the Texans are... Yes, still. I mean, if the this is huge. The Texans are on nine, uh, nine and seven, with the Colts on ten and six. So, so this is a huge AFC South mega match. CJ Stroud and the boys. Yeah, I like it. Rolling into Indianapolis, throwing for six hundred yards. Noah Brown scores four touchdowns. Devin Singletary, career day. Devin Singletary. <laughs> 250 all-purpose yards. Also throws for a touchdown, the winner, the winning <laughs> touchdown. To CJ Stroud. <laughs> I can see it. I can just visualize it. Yeah, okay, so we're we're in with that. Right. We've got yeah. we've got the Chiefs away at the Chargers. Chargers, Chiefs have but the Chiefs have clinched by a mile, so um don't think it matters because the Chargers absolutely stink and the Broncos will be within touching distance won't they because we're saying the Broncos are going to win oh no they're just Broncos so the the Chiefs are on 11 and 5 the Broncos are on 9 and 7 but we haven't picked their game so they they can win 10 so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter uh Mm, I'm still going to say Chiefs. What about you? I I agree. I agree, but not not convincingly. But it's just I just think that East Eaton stick is shit. So <laughs> uh, I just it's going to be a big Noah point. Gray game. Yeah, I just it's so disappointing for for uh, for me on a fantasy level and Rawlins. But we'll get to that very soon, right? So we've got the so the Broncos. Probably they have to go to Vegas. They can't get into the playoffs. I'm thinking they're going to hit the hit the strip clubs, hit the strip, maybe before the game. Russell, Wilson, no way, no way, Mister Unlimited goes to a strip club. Huh? No way, Mister Unlimited goes to a strip. club. No, I'm saying he goes to the Little White Chapel. Right. Probably like you know, tries to marry some two piss people who are dressed as Elvis and a pixie. I can see that. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Gives them free Subway sandwiches for life. Yeah. Unlimited Subway sandwiches. Unlimited. Unlimited. So are we, are, we, are we saying the Raiders are going to beat the Broncos? Because I like that. Yes, we are. Uh, I believe that the Bills are going to beat the Dolphins in Miami. That will effectively be a division clincher, won't it? It will. I don't know. It will be. They will have the same record, so it will obviously come down to points. But no, it'll be head to head, won't it? Head to head. So, what so yeah, the, the Bills, the Bills will take it because the Bills beat us. So right, okay. Whoa. I don't know, mate. I don't know. The the uh, the Dolphins have struggled a little bit against some of the better teams. They, they've struggled against all the better teams. They haven't beaten, yeah. still have yet to beat anybody with a winning record. It's hard to argue with that logic. I I I just think that McDaniel hasn't quite worked out how to unpick 
good sides. Our, de- our defence is much better than it was earlier in the season. We are yeah. like, I, I feel that like Fangio's got his act together and we are a pretty solid defensive unit. It's good. We've got, we've got all our pieces back. Um, apart from uh, Phillips, that was, that's quite a big deal, but Gink, the Ginkster, <coughs> he's stepping up. So, but I don't think it'll be enough. I think right. Joe Allen, and uh, I just think they're going to get it done. So, yeah, so that you've talked me now, into it, Bills. It is, yeah, and that has put the Dolphins into the sixth seed. Oh, real that, like it's a huge. It's so painful that it's just the AFC is so good. The an eleven and six team coming in in the, with the sixth with the sixth seed. Uh, right, so Jets, Jets, Patriots. Nobody cares. Patriots. I'd say the Saints <laughs> probably going to beat the Falcons. Also, oh no, actually, this does have relevance. So because we said the Saints were going to win, yeah, yeah, I think the Saints probably will win. They will need to win. So then, yeah, the Eagles will beat the Giants. We'll say the Forty ers are, are going to beat the Rams in San Fran. Yeah. And then, yeah, so the Jags to beat the Titans. Yeah. And then Dallas to beat the Commanders. Almost said Redskins there. Well, you've already dropped that three times in this podcast, so you may as well carry on. <sighs> well, you know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a stickler for tradition. You're getting cancelled. Questionable, questionable racist names. <laughs> Steve, uh, okay. <laughs> Right, well, there we go. So, our, how our does playoff, our playoff bracket look? The playoff bracket, I think, looks pretty solid. I think so. We have at the number one seeds in the AFC, the Ravens. Yeah. Number one seed in the NFC, the 49ers. Sounds good. With the number two seed going to the Eagles, they will be playing the Packers. Number three seed is the Lions, they will be playing the Seahawks. The fourth seed. This is in the NFC, the Bucks against the Cowboys. And in the AFC, it's the Chiefs versus the Texans. Bills, Dolphins in Buffalo. <laughs> That's, yeah. uh, I mean, that is a hell of a matchup. If the Dolphins. Hey, they nearly did it last season. Game. They nearly did it last season with. Like our third string quarterback, some just they just couldn't get the playoff at the end. Oh, that was the most frustrating thing I've ever seen. Anyway, and then yeah, so then we've got the Browns versus the Jags. So here we go. Then I mean, that's a hell of a lineup, isn't it? Yeah, it's been it's been a bit of a trawl for the people listening, but we've got there. Uh, so let's go. We'll do we'll do the NFC first because it's the shitter side of the equation. Yeah. Uh I mean I'm I'm assuming we're saying the Eagles are beating the Packers at home. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So then we've got the Lions at home to the Seahawks. Lions. Lions. I think it'll be a close one. Then I think well, Bucks Cowboys. Now. Are the Cowboys gonna win a playoff game? Is Mike no. Evans? Is, are they gonna bottle it again? Yes. <laughs> I like it. 
I like it. Yes, they are. I like it. I like Baker Mayfield stepping up. I like Mike Evans getting 180 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, I love it, mate. I'm going. In, I'm going to go with the Bucks in Tampa because uh, they'll have the home advantage for winning the division. Home advantage. The cannons will be going. There'll be pirates everywhere. Absolutely fantastic, and we know how the Cowboys love to choke. It's just Mike McCarthy will make like he'll call a timeout after 16 seconds have elapsed into the third quarter for no reason whatsoever, and then it'll come down to the end, and they won't be able to get a playoff in time because he's wasted his timeouts. Yeah, I see it. Right, we, that's it. Yeah. We're in. It's going to be interesting to talk about the next game. But, right, so Chiefs, I, I mean, I don't rate the Chiefs, but I think they're going to, they've got enough. They just haven't really been firing this season yet. They've done, you know, they, they're there. They're always there. They know how to do it. That's the thing. And I, I think they'll probably have enough against the Texans, but... Yeah, I think this is a great playoff matchup. But you're talking yeah. about a rookie head coach, a rookie quarterback um, against, you know, one of the most experienced coaches of all time and Pat Mahomes. And I just think that that inexperience will tell and the Chiefs will get over the line in a really ugly fashion. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just kind of got CJ Stroud just trying that little bit too hard in the fourth yeah. quarter when, when the game is on a knife edge and he's just he just goes for that 50 yard bomb and it's picked and then they go up the other end Mahomes plays the clock like an absolute pro just grinds them up to the goal line and then I don't know Clyde Edwards Hilaire probably scores (laughs) yeah like four receptions for Travis Kelsey on on the last um kind of drive uh so Rashi Rice catches one and then Clyde Edwards Solaire takes a you know dump off pass to the end zone from three yards out or something. And only just. Yeah. Like on his second like he doesn't make it on his first go, but just sort of like gets his legs moving and reaches over and it, it just breaks the plane. Fumbles yeah. but his knees down. Yeah, yeah. Something <laughs> something awful like that. Right, yeah, I agree. Right, so that's the Chiefs. Now, I think the Dolphins beat the Bills. So you don't think they'll beat them in Miami, but you think no. going back to Buffalo, having seen them the week before, they will overcome them. I don't think they're going to lose by much in the week before. I don't think yeah. it's like, I don't think Buffalo are going to roll in and like no, agreed. demolish us. And I just think it, I just think the hurt and the pain of that defeat. I think the Dolphins are a good bounce back team. Every time they've lost this season, they've gone out and absolutely smashed the team they played the next week. And it just so happens to be the same team. I just can't, I just don't, I'm not just not going to, I just don't want to not predict, not pick them. Okay, I can get behind that. Love it. I don't know why we're putting money on this, but anyway. Right, we and then we've we got the some emotional hedges along the way, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, we've got the Browns and the Jags. Final wild card round match. 
in Jacksonville. This is this I think is where Joe Flacco turns into a pumpkin. You think he's get yeah. he gets them there and then that's enough. His arm, I mean, yeah, he's a, he's an old man. I don't think I could throw the ball. He throws it about forty-five on average, forty-five times a game. So that would be four times. So you know, he can't throw it that much because he'll get. He's got arthritis. He must have. He must have some kind of joint issues. He just won't be able to throw. So. And at the moment, he's playing without pressure. No expectation. No pressure whatsoever. Exactly. It's just like any win he gets is a bonus. You get to the playoffs. You're away. Doug Peterson is a good coach. What I think the Jags is have enough. situation with Trevor Lawrence, though, right? Because he is sort of playing with, like, through injury at the moment, isn't he? I think so. He doesn't like, look the same guy. Ever, he he did doesn't really ever have a designation, but he 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 was injured a few weeks back and just played on. And I don't think he's ever really no got back to fitness. A factor. I don't know, but I I kind of agree with you. I think. I just think the Flacco train might just run out of steam here. Yeah. And yeah. we'll, we'll sit. So we're saying the Jags getting into a divisional playoff match. Right. Back to the NFC then. So I'm assuming that your Tampa Bay Buccaneers loving is over at this position, at this point. Well, it's, this is kind of what I want ultimately is for Tampa Bay to go to the 49ers for it to be me versus Rawlins and Jake and to have all of those kind of preseason takes of like Baker versus Purdy put on the line and ultimately for the 49ers to win 42-7. <laughs> wow, you're putting scores in it now. Right, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think I can... I don't think I can argue. You can't I mean, the Bucks, argue. the Bucks have been a great story this season, but they're they're seven and seven. Uh, yeah, I mean they're know, still not that. They're, they're, they're not that great. They're not and, uh, the Forty Niners are just as long as as long as McCaffrey stays healthy. I know yeah. that you've. I know Purdy. Like Purdy's in the conversation for MVP, and it, and he's been slinging it around. And Debo, thank God, is having a much better season than he did last yeah. year. But if McCaffrey is injured, that the whole equation changes. It, everything goes through him, through your offense. It's, it's scary. Uh, so I'm assuming he's going to be fit because I feel he's made of granite. So, well, you can't, we can't predict injuries. You know, like last season, the Niners were really good. And then Purdy and the backup quarterback, Josh Johnson, got injured in the same game against the Eagles. And that game was just a mess as a result. So I'm right. hoping for you a bit of better luck. You can't predict injuries. Injuries have a huge impact. Julio and Evans last season riddled with really significant injuries finished bottom of the league fit roster this season and look at us absolute dons uh <laughs> <laughs> and then, so and then we are we saying the eagles are taking the lions at home no we're not no because i don't think the eagles have been that good this season i tend to agree with you I think the Lions are very hot and cold, though. You have to get yeah. so the Lions are going to have to be up for it, and it's in Philadelphia. So you know, yeah, there are a lot of Philadelphia fans in Philadelphia, and they are filth. <laughs> Throw batteries at Santa, right? Scumbags, but fun scumbags. You know, yeah, 
kind of scum. Uh, fun scum. <laughs> the right kind of scum. Not not Leeds or Millwall fans, you know. Sort no, of... not not pricks. Well, they are pricks, but <laughs> you know, they've got they've got they've, they've got a little something about them, Philadelphia Eagles fans. Yeah, like you wouldn't want to, you know. I, I know one, and that's enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? There, do you think the Eagles? I, I think it will be close. Might have to revisit this one on our betting slip. Yeah, let's leave. We'll leave this. I'm going to leave that. Let's leave it. We'll have, I'm going to have a think about it. Uh, right. So. Remarkably, the Dolphins have made it into the divisional playoffs here. Outstanding uh, stuff. Against the Ravens. And I think that they probably come unstuck against the Ravens. And I think that the Bills would probably come unstuck against the Ravens as well. I, I think that in Baltimore, I just think that they... I think Lamar's just going to really step it up when it comes to the crunch. And I, I think it would be an incredible... I think it would be an incredible game, whether it's the Dolphins or the Bills. But I, ju- I just think that they, I just think they're going to do it. In my opinion, I think that the Ravens are, the, are probably the best team in the AFC at the moment. Uh, obviously, on record for having doubted uh, Lamar's playoff capabilities, given that he's shown us that he can't win in the playoffs. But I think I agree with you here, and I, I think Lamar looks a different type of player this season. Um, kind of. Let, he's not doesn't I doesn't seem to be trying to prove himself quite so much. No, Seems he doesn't to seem to be trying to do. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be trying to do it all. Like he's not he's not scrambling all the time and mm. and getting like I think he's picking good opportunities to rush. He's passing it more. Like they 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 seem to have got the kind of head around what sort of quarterback he is, and are u- utilizing. And I think he's yeah, like you say, he's not trying to prove himself he hasn't really got anything i think he he always that mvp season always weighed heavy on him and yeah. it, it he's constantly he's always felt like he's had to kind of live up to that and he obviously never has i don't you know he's in the conversation this time around and yeah I, I i i think i think i think the ravens okay i can i can do that and then jags chiefs what a filth matchup that is for the playoffs. Yeah, awful. But it's in Kansas, and I just think I, I just they're just so canny at winning playoff matches. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Peterson versus Andy Reid again. Uh, always an interesting head to head. Yeah, I, I just. I just think the Jags haven't got it going enough this season to beat a, uh, you know, a team as well coached uh, as the as the Chiefs and with Mahomes doing enough again. Yeah, two weeks running enough. Just enough. I mean, I, not, the I, don't think, I think they're going to really just scrape through every game, probably from now until the end of the like from this week until the end of the season. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, Lions, Lions, Eagles. I'm, I'm happy to go with the Lions. All right. Cool. Let's mix it up. I mean, so, that makes for a hell of an NFC Championship game. So, who, who's your pick then? I mean, it's the Niners, obviously. I'm not going to say anybody else for the same reason you wouldn't say 
anything different on the on the Finns versus the Bills. I do think the Niners are the better team. I do think the Lions are really well coached um, and have got a series of good players, but uh, I think the Niners have got enough to get it done against a really, really poor Detroit Lions secondary. Yeah. Um, that I think that they will get dissected uh, and it will be a super high scoring game because the Niners defense isn't that great either. It's, it's, it's a bit, um, it's a bit of a deception that their, their defensive record, I think. So I think that's going to be a really high scoring close game, but I think ultimately the Niners get enough points to get it done. I agree. I agree. Matt, I mean, I do think it would be, a, I do think it'd be a really good game and yeah. Brock Purdy, eh? Brock Who'd Purdy. Thought? I Who'd mean, thought? there's um, the Ringer do a QB index every week. They update it every week, and it's, it's done by a guy called Stephen Ruiz. And I, I want to put it on record right now. Uh, Stephen Ruiz, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> He's got Brock Purdy. Uh, and honestly, mate, he has been scathing of Purdy all season. Up until this week, I think he had him as the 25th best quarterback in the league. He's bumped him up this week to 16th, right? Uh, and there are quarterbacks ahead of him like Gino. Gino is ranked number seven. Um, Matt Stafford's ahead of him. All right, Matt Stafford's won a Super Bowl. Fine. Tom Brady's ahead of him. Tom Brady's retired. So, yeah, well, that's what I was Drake, say. What is it? Drake May's ahead of him. He's not even in the NFL yet. What is it? So what is this based on? It, it, it's his his view. You know, there's there's like some advanced analytics stuff in there, but like he just sort of ignores the fact that on all the advanced analytics, Brock Purdy is currently the best quarterback in the league. It's like top of EPA per play, all of the advanced metrics on accuracy and all this kind of stuff. And, and I do think like there's a large portion of scheme in there. I totally agree. I don't think Brock Purdy is the best quarterback in the league, but I think he's top 10 at the moment. I think it's really hard to, to, to make the argument, but apparently this guy can make the argument. So just wanted to put that out there because I, I read it earlier today and it made my blood boil a little bit. So Stephen Ruiz. Yeah, I can see, yeah, I can see why. I, that, I mean, that, that is pretty, that's pretty insane because, yeah. you know, because, because of our analytical minds and our in, like unrivaled and unparalleled NFL knowledge, we have the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl and you don't get there without a quality quarterback. So, you know, who, who are we? Who is he to judge? So, and then we, I, I think we're saying the Ravens are beating the Chiefs. The Chiefs, the Chiefs spawny train comes to an end in the conference championship and it actually does turn into the Super Bowl, which I think, unless you're a fan of one of these teams, is probably the, the Super Bowl you want. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a repeat of the um, Super Bowl from not that long ago, the Harbaugh Super Bowl. Yeah. And there's this, uh, there's a conspiracy theory, isn't there, about the colours of the Super Bowl. The, is that the colours? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and this year it's red and purple, so everyone's like, wow, mine is Ravens, it is then. So we've just bought into the conspiracy. We're conspiracy theorists. I knew COVID was a hoax. Yeah. I, I heard about it on, I don't know, I've heard of, if you've heard of this guy, Joseph Rogan. Heard about it on his podcast. I've heard about him. Little known one. The guy is a genius. Absolutely. He, him and Russell Brand. Explore, <laughs> expanding minds with the truth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... And it, this is where I feel that we may differ. 
Yeah, because I can't predict anything other than a Niners win, uh, just no. out of sheer loyalty. But um, that that is a coin toss of the game. So, I'll put money on the Ravens. You put money on the 49ers. And I'll see you in February. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're splitting our enormous kitty winnings after the uh, championship games and going on. But whatever we win, we individually put on the outcome. Yeah. Right. One, shall, one, shall, one shall stand, one shall fall. <laughs> Right, I like it. Okay, well, there we go. I've got it. I've got it all here. So um, that's it. I love that. Ravens 49ers Super Bowl. Usher will be delighted. And it's great. He'll be wearing a hat. It's great that we have gone through three weeks of full slate matchups plus all the playoffs. And we've just come out with the most basic prediction (laughs) that everybody's making. Fantastic. Great work by us. What that says, Spike, is that we've just wasted 45 minutes of people's lives and I'm here for it. I hope you're happy, Chris. Enjoy (laughs) your run. He's not running anywhere. It's Christmas. He's running away Uh, from his family. (laughs) (laughs) Slow meander around the back streets of Bristol. Um... Yeah, well, so there we go. So that was a pointless exercise for everyone, but it was nice to chat through. Uh, I'm, we'll probably it, we would have got them all wrong, but yeah, I'm going. I'm, yeah, I mean, I don't like all... the. You go, mate. <laughs> I was just saying, I'm going to put money on all of the uh, division winners, and then yeah, go from there. I don't like the fact that we've predicted two Broncos wins. I, not not because I think it's wrong. I just don't like it. <laughs> oh, uh, I love it. Great. That was fun. That was a great way of running through it. I mean, it was, get... painful, in, it was painful in spots because it's just difficult when, like, you know, I think the Dolphins are really good, but I just don't think that they're good enough and it's yeah it hurts it hurts but you know we roll we roll should we switch our attention to the uh the breakaway playoffs the ones that really matter equally as painful for, <laughs> for me i think it but yes let's let's talk At- fancy how are you and your uh, co-manager feeling entering the playoffs? I can't speak for Chris because we never talk. That's obviously not that's a that's a lie. Uh, but I feel that we I, f- I feel that we're n- more nervous than a team that's got a twenty-five-five record should be. It's just looking at what's happened in the last few weeks we've and we've been unfortunate i mean we've been fortunate throughout the season uh by basically keeping most of our best players fit yeah right our impeccable understanding of the defensive positions has seen us through and 100%. our solid knowledge and love of the idp area of this league has helped 
enormously. Uh, but injuries are now starting to take having a, a, an impact on our team. We are we are losing some of our better players. Obviously, we traded for Allen on the kind of you know hoping that he was going to finish his maybe swan song season beating all of his own records he's so close to to doing that but now he's injured herbert's injured so that's it you know that's just made keenan allen was a you know surefire in our team but now it's a coin toss as to whether or not we trust him he's not played with eaton stick he's still injured uh you might not have a choice but to start him uh if Pittman is dead as i suggested on well a, i'm surprised that Pittman still his week. head is still attached to his shoulders but they're still making noises about him possibly you know he did it because it was an earlier game so he gets an extra day to get through and he was walking around afterwards and complaining that he wasn't being let back on so you know that's he, he wasn't, you know, he was almost hit onto last week's injury report. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think that's the thing. The 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 thing with our lineup is that we have, un, from from nowhere, seem to have acquired a, a reasonably good running back room mm-hmm. with with a bit of depth. Which, and to be honest, for a lot of the season, our team's pretty much picked itself. So we haven't really had to make too many kind of decisions that have burned, that we've made the wrong call. Occasionally, but generally speaking, most of, most of the team has picked itself and we've, we've rode like consistency, consistent, consistent kind of no, no barnstorming, like 50 pointers. We don't have like a McCaffrey, though, you know, we did offer, I think, me and Rollins offered our mortgages and firstborn children picks up until 2035 to vow for him. And that wasn't enough. So, so we opted for Isaiah Pacheco instead, a running back of equal caliber. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we've, so I think, I think the, the slight kind of trepidation on from my side this week is that we have to make decisions on who, which running backs to pick. And it's difficult because it's arguably better running backs in harder matchups or poor performing running backs in easier matchups. So your Bijans, your Brees, you know, our two, uh, like we have a love affair with those two players and neither of them have really hit. Brees has been all right the last few weeks, but so up and down with the Jets. Bijan against the Colts is quite, on paper, is quite an easy matchup, but Arthur who knows? Is, yeah. Who knows what Arthur Smith's going to do? So it's, so then, so then you're in the kind of like the quandary of, do you play a Hubbard? Chandler? You know, it's Pacheco if he's fit. Does he get back in? And then I think, but with with our sort of lack of wide receivers, just through injury, just like losing and through injury and through poor drafting of absolute dross at the position, we are 
probably going to have to run with the majority of running backs in the team, and that's always risky. Yeah, so, yeah, it is. It is. It gives you uh, probably a better floor, but the, the ceiling, you know, like what's the ceiling of Ezekiel Elliott? It's, it's hard to say, isn't it? Exactly. It's like Zeke has had a really good week where he's whacked in like 25 points a couple of weeks ago. He had a, he's had he got a good run in the last three weeks, but he might not touch the ball. He might not do anything. So then, it's, and it's the same with Bijan. It's very, so I would have said if the playoffs had started a few weeks ago, me and Rawlins would have gone in, given it as much bravado as I did on the week one podcast when I said we were going to win the Super Bowl. And now I'm like, now we're nearly there. It's, it's not, I'm not quite as confident, but I do think that we still, I'm, you know, I'm not, there's no way that we're throwing in the towel. I think it's just going to be a lot closer than I think a few weeks back. Like mid season, I think we would have steamrolled anybody who we came up yeah. against apart from maybe Kyle, Kyle, when Kyle's team was also rolling, we were both basically just destroying everybody week in, week out. Then we beat Kyle, the wheels started falling off his team a little bit, but he started to bounce back. Um, and I think it's I think it's going to be close. I'm I'm glad that he didn't slip like right down, and he yeah. managed to stick in second place because I I think he's getting there. I think Kyle's Kyle will beat Jake. I hope he does because Jake has just destroyed my playoff hopes in every other fantasy football league I'm in. Who's this Jake of which you speak? Oh yeah, it's Jack, isn't it? Yeah, Jack. Jack. So Jack hasn't, but his his silent partner <laughs> god i wish he was silent he will be if <laughs> we don't win the uh the super bowl he'll be silenced forever <laughs> a veiled threat there the thing is about steve's lineup just like looking at it now he doesn't really have any matchup he doesn't really have any decisions to make his lineup no. picks itself the only one you could maybe say is like oh should he play drake london but the Arthur Smith of it all means that why would you take that risk? You know, yep. and who would you drop out? You know, maybe Calvin Ridley? I don't know. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, is that, yeah, Steve has made it to the playoffs with riding his team. Like, his bench is garbage, if I may say so. It is. Uh, Josh Jacobs just really hasn't hit this season. He's probably injured. I imagine he's probably not going to play again. I don't know what his status is. Dalton Kincaid, if he doesn't play, that's that's probably quite quite a big loss because he's kind of coming to the fore the last few weeks. Um, he's definitely becoming like a Joe Allen target much more. Um, but yeah, if those if those two are just like questionable going into the weekend then yeah his team does pick itself and then you've got the thing with steve's team is very much the kind of antithesis of our team of we just grind out 12 to 13 well 12 to sort of 16 points per player maybe a couple of 20s steve's are they might not get any points but they could also get 40 points (laughs) Yeah, Justin Fields is either like nine points or 47 points. Gibbs, very similar. Metcalf, very similar. Ridley, very similar. Sometimes just doesn't even get a look. Other times scores three touchdowns in a week. And Joku is, a, you know, he's going to score loads of points. That That's huge. Yeah. Kenneth Walker, he came back like 
last weekend and absolutely dominated. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, he made Zach Charbonnet look like a little bitch. Yeah. CC Edlam. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's difficult. I think it will be very close. I think it, I think this matchup, our matchup, will be closer. Will be yes. the closest of the closer of the two playoff games. It looks a very very close matchup. I wouldn't know which way to predict it. I think you know you guys have had such a good season. Uh, it would be a bit of a shame if you if you didn't get over the line. But I can see why you're nervous because Steve's team does pick itself and he's got no injury worries whatsoever. No, and we do. And the thing is, it's like we've we've played fantasy football long enough to know that it doesn't matter. Your season record means nothing at all. Like it's, anything can happen when you get into the playoffs. You can, you know, the worst team, CC Toby Dawson, can win <laughs> a title. Yes, that is true. Although no collusion will be involved in these titles. No, no, there will be no collusion because myself and Rawlins despise everybody who's in the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) We are a lone ship. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, let's let's turn our attention then to uh, the other Rawlings brother and his matchup against Kyle. The projections are relatively close, um, but we all know that Sleeper's projections are a bit uh, ropey at best. Um, again, just kind of looking down the lineups, both teams look, look really strong. I'm a little bit surprised that Jack is thinking of playing uh, Jonathan Taylor first, first week back. Um, I, I personally probably wouldn't plug him into my lineup, and I, I, I feel also pretty dubious about at this point, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, yeah. Other than that, that lineup looks good. I mean, there's a lot riding on that Ravens Niners game for for Jack. You, that's the thing is that you've got to hope that that just turns into a bit of a shootout, and rather than a defensive, you know, very cagey affair, I think you probably got to lean to the former there. I don't think they're going to stop the 49ers from scoring, so they're going to have to score. So. But yes, the likes of DeAndre Hopkins, Tennessee have got nothing to play for now. And he he is, yeah, had flashes. But yeah, and then, you know, on Kyle's side, like Montgomery, I just get the feeling that Jameer Gibbs has kind of taken over that backfield a little bit more. Montgomery's just maybe sort of in the, he's like dropping off. He, he, He's sort of gone from being like a 19, 20 player to sort of a 10 to 11 point player. So you kind of lost that 10 points and Gibbs has taken over that. that, So, you know, there's an element of you're not getting those points that you were early in the season where he was banging in like 20, 24 points every week. He just needs needs a touchdown though, Montgomery. That's the thing. He's still getting enough touches. But he hasn't had a touchdown for two weeks. So, yeah, because they've been running him in from a little bit further out. You know, if, yeah. If they, if they get some players fall down at the one, you know, Monty's getting two touchdowns, isn't he? So, yeah, he is. And, uh, yeah, and the Vikes aren't, you know, they're not that good. So, it's, it, I, I, I predict Kyle to win. I think he'll win. Though, though Sleeper is saying it's closer, I, I just think 
there is just, I think his floor for, for his entire lineup is just higher than the floor for the likes of Kittle, Hopkins, Taylor, like you say, coming back from injury. It's, the, yeah. it's tough. He's he's got a potential donut on his donut up on his lineup, hasn't he? D- Davis Allen and the boys. Um, yeah, but I guess he could bring in um, the Texans' tight end, whose name is now completely escaping me, Brevin Jordan. Um, but he's also a potential donut candidate. So, um, yeah, he's he's got nothing else um, at tight end. Oh no, he's no. got Taysom. He's got Taysom. I've forgotten he's about got that. Taysom. I mean, Taysom is Taysom's a boom as boom and bust as it gets. Well, they they pivoted away from Taysom now. It's the Jimmy Graham show. Yeah, <sighs> things <laughs> you love to see. I know we haven't done that segment, but can I just pour one out for my boy Jimmy? First tight end I ever drafted in fantasy football back in nineteen ninety one. Oh, Jimmy Graham. I mean, they only use him inside the 10-yard line, but he's effective. He's always effective. He's a powerhouse of a man. Unit, yeah. Um, I mean, there's an argument for for Jack Rawlings to to maybe drop in old Terry McLaurin. That that would be my, my, my call on this. I would probably put McLaurin in. I would probably, like, going after last week was good. I, I would... I'm not. I'm not. Obviously, it's not. It's not for me to suggest lineups for other playoff teams. But DeAndre Hopkins, get him out of the team. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and on a purely selfish level, I do want Jack to beat Kyle because if we do beat Steve, I'd rather be playing Jack. But uh, you know, we Curtis will beat Samuel whoever. as well is a, is an option. Uh, you know, McLaurin's yards came last week once they put Jake Brisket in. Yeah. Um, Curtis Samuel has got like a solid floor, I think. If they, you know, they want eight points, Samuel's probably going to get you eight points. I think that's that's how Jack wins this one, is like you were saying, like you, your players putting up sort of 12, 14, 16 points. That's, I think, how Jack wins this. Like all of his team have to contribute a solid floor and he just yeah. has to hope that, you know, a couple of Kyle's guys bottom out like you know maybe Rashi Rice has a bad week and you know that that second yeah it's like Kyron Kyron Williams Kyron Williams I mean look I don't know if you're just looking at Kyron Williams's points well no actually the last few weeks I was looking at the wrong ones it was like pre earlier in the season he was boom bust boom bust boom bust then he got then after the injury yeah okay right he's going to score those points (laughs) Uh, James Cook is probably not putting up 47 again. No. 43 or whatever it was. No. I mean, that was incredible. Incredible to see. And great to see because I've got James Cook in that other dynasty league. And yeah, I'm like, I think he's a good player. And it's just good to see the Bills use him, use his skills. And yeah, I mean, it's always fun to watch the Cowboys just get steamrolled by like a. Like picturesque, uh, statuesque. I can't even think of the word. Quite a small little guy. Seven completions for Josh Allen. 
the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, amazing. That game was amazing to watch. It was a, such an incredible game to just witness. Uh, oh, it was like a fever dream. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a hatred of the Cowboys like on a on a level that you do, and I, you know, I prefer to see the Bills lose, but. It was still fun to watch. <laughs> so there we go. So I mean, I'm not making I'm not making any predictions because I refuse to to buy into your Machiavellian plans. But what are your predictions for the breakaway league playoff final and Super Bowl win? Um, <clears throat> I think it will be Kyle versus you guys. I just, I just think that you just look at the season's performances and you look at the quality and the depth of the roster, I think you've just got enough. To, I think your game will be very, very close and decided by less than five points. I, I just think Kyle's got too many too many points on his on his lineup to for, for Jack to get enough. So I, I think the Super Bowl will be you guys versus Kyle. Well... Let's let's hope so. I think it'll probably be Jack versus Steve. <laughs> the, the final that everybody wants to see. Uh yeah. Two yeah. two guys who've never been on the pod. <laughs> ah, maybe that's just the secret. The secret is just to quietly go about your business. Not not be so, such a bullshit prick like me. Maybe I'll get them on next week together if they win. I mean, you should. I think it would be good if we could kind of work out, get a pod, a finalists pod uh, to thrash out uh, the final. I mean, how much do you have to pay to get a paid actor to play Steve anyway? (laughs) What are we talking? He is a paid actor, isn't he? I think somebody has paid a lifetime for somebody to just act. (laughs) <laughs> in public public appearances public appearances and at CrossFit <laughs> love it love you Steve uh, right well I think we've probably said it all any, any final thoughts on the NFL or the only league that matters may the best teams win yeah That's I can it. tell you really mean that <laughs> I mean <laughs> I do mean it. I just don't. I'm not. I'm not putting. I'm not saying who are the best teams. I just, you know, I want football to be the winner, and us to be the winner. Fair enough, mate. I couldn't have put it better myself. As long as the Niners win the Super Bowl this time, <laughs> don't break my heart again. I've only been. I've only watched one. I mean, obviously, I've been alive for all of the Niners Super Bowl victories, but I only watched one of them, and that was the '95 one. Um, since since then, I've watched them lose to the Ravens and the Chiefs. So I would quite like us to get to one and, and see a victory and just know how Patriots fans feel. Wouldn't we all, mate? We <laughs> yeah, all? sure. Ah, right, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Um, hope you guys have a fantastic Christmas. Thank you very much. I'd just like to wish a very Merry Christmas to all the listeners out there and all of my fellow managers in the Breakaway League. It's been a phenomenal season. Uh, just like to thank you, Kamish, on behalf of the league, even Jake, uh, for your tireless efforts <laughs> commissioning this league and keeping the podcast going. You've done a sterling job, mate. Thank you very much. And um, 
I look forward to drafting more defensive players in the off season. Wow, we will get into it in the in the off season pods about what wrinkles we're going to introduce next season. Because I said when we started this league that I was going to change something every year. Doesn't have to be massive, but um, we should we should keep that promise of like let's just mix a little something up every season. Could I suggest introducing four kickers? Four kickers, I like that <laughs> idea. Uh, def- defensive players getting hundreds of points for seemingly hey. innocuous plays. <laughs> that I mean, that's what I would like to see. I want. I want defences to be celebrated like offences. Nobody cares about not having points. It's all about yards. One point per yard, go. Everybody's drafting defensive backs like crazy. I can't wait to just make up a load of other random rules for a best ball league next season that nobody will care about. It's great. <laughs> i got to mention, I think I mentioned this when I saw Ed on Sunday. Um you know that in the Saturday night game, there was like a £300 player who picked up the ball and ran it back for a touchdown. But I heard on a podcast that was referred to as the thick six. And I absolutely love that. <laughs> i got to get uh, it in here. Like, it was just the, the best description ever. I love it. I love it. And that, <laughs> it, yeah, that, it just rings true. That will probably be me after Christmas. Thick six. <laughs> running a beer to the kitchen oh talking of that i'm gonna go and crack one open it's christmas it's christmas everyone a great show have a great christmas everybody i will be back with a podcast to break down these fantastic playoff matchups next week maybe i'll get a guest maybe it'll just be me but i'll find some time next week to do it before we get into the super bowl matchup um so yeah have an amazing christmas everyone and until we do speak again Let's ride.